Take us away, Ed. Excellent. Let's hope it holds out. If not, I'll be back. Anyway, another unsolved mystery. So, unsolved mysteries have captivated humanity for generations. Um, from strange creatures to inexplicable events, some cases defy easy explanation and become the subject of intense speculation, investigation, memes, debate, all that sort of thing. Um, several such enduring perplexing examples include the case of Walter Collins, who you may, people may have seen the movie with Angelina Jolie, uh, Changeling, I think it's called. The Missing Soda Children, who I'd never heard of until I started researching this podcast. Yeah. The Legend of the Black-Eyed Kids, Ooh. not to be confused with the weird stories about and pictures of children with panda eyes. We're talking about two different things. We're not going to cover the latter. Oh. Um, the Bizarre Six Skinwalker Ranch, which is a really odd place, and it, it kind of ties back to our UFO episode a little bit. Um, and then the final one is the puzzling dog suicides at Scotland's Overton Bridge. But let's start with Walter Collins. Okay, Walter so, Collins, yep. Yep, and I don't know how many people have seen the movie. If you haven't seen it and this interests you, then it's worth seeing. I mean, it's Hollywood, so you're not going to get any particular rabbit holes. But it's it's an absolutely fascinating case. Happened in 1928, um, and it involved the disappearance of nine-year-old Walter Collins. Um, and at the time, it rocked the city of L.A., I mean, it was literally all over the news and everything else. Um, he vanished after leaving his home on the way to the movies, and it launched one of the largest missing person cases that the city has ever seen. The police searched high and low for the boy while his distraught mother, Christine, waited desperately for his return. But after months went by without a single clue, the likelihood of finding Walter alive seemed to diminish by the day. Now that's when things took an eerie turn. Out of the blue, the police informed Christine that a boy matching Walter's description had been found in Illinois. Christine anxiously went to pick him up, only to discover that this was clearly not her son. Though the boy claimed he was Walter, he was several inches shorter and lacked basic knowledge about Walter's life. Still, the, the LAPD shockingly told Christine to take him home, arguing that the trauma of her son's disappearance had simply distorted her memory. Which now one day as, as, as an ex-cop, right? I have seen some cops go to extraordinary lengths to avoid doing work, right? But that takes the biscuit. <laughs> And there's something, I mean, it's, we, we have to put it in context, though, because the, the thing that people who are unfamiliar with the case need to understand is that in, in the 1920s and 30s, Los Angeles also had one of the most corrupt police departments. I mean, yeah, at yeah. that particular period in history, there was a ridiculous amount of corruption in the police. Um and I, I mean, you can, it's a whole nother rabbit hole, but you can trace that all back to prohibition. Yeah. yeah. Um, because it, you created this massive gangster class and they were, yeah, they, they took over. Um, but it, it's, it, it's just astounding how the police could, you know, it's your son, it's your, your, I mean, it's the ultimate victim shaming or something. It's like, no, of course this is your son. Um, but why would the police brush off the grieving mother's claims that the so, boy was an imposter? Hold on a second. Um, how, yeah. how long was he missing for? Um, he was missing... 
Oh, hang on. I'm not sure. Right. I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, it was... Was it weeks or months? No, I think it was months. Right. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it might have been like six months to a year or something. Right, okay. I've got, I've got, I've got six months in my head for some uh, reason. Illinois is, is a fair distance from California, especially in the 20s. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, the other thing is... He's only been missing for six months, and the police are telling his mum that she's misremembering how her son looked. Yeah, <laughs> that she's absolutely. lived with for nine years. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, yeah okay. It, it just—it's it, it, mind blowing. I mean, it now it, it does, but we also have to—we have to remember the time period. And for, I mean, this is now 95 years ago. Yeah. Jeez, we're getting old. Um, so it, it was, technology was different. Mm-hmm. Society was different. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it, it's as alien for us looking back as it is, as it would be for someone looking forward. But as I said, why, why would the police brush off the mum's claim that the boys, I mean, this is not my son. And they were like, no, it's your son. You're, you're misremembering. <laughs> it's like, that's misremembering. That is, that is your son. Um, Just take him home. Yeah. Break him in for a couple of days. See how he feels. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, I, listen, I'm just, you have to just take over for a minute. My doorbell's just gone. Oh, good grief. Maybe, maybe Ed's getting a secret delivery. Or maybe this is him getting swatted. Maybe MI6 are here to take him away. Don't get in... Do not get in the bag, Ed. Whatever you do, don't get in the bag. <laughs> Remember, Ed did not kill himself. <laughs> so anyway, well, I was this is conspiring against me. I was just wondering, in case it was six, I, I was shouting. I was shouting out, "Do not get in the bag, Ed." <laughs> No, it's Amazon for downstairs, so that's a computer <laughs> problem. And Amazon delivery, what the hell? Okay. Yeah, thanks very much. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, right, so back to Walter Collins. Yep. Um, now, obviously, rumours swirled that corruption was at play. Some speculated the LAPD simply wanted to close his troublesome case at any cost. Others wondered if Walter had stumbled upon something he shouldn't have, um, and thus caused officers to quietly dispose of him but there was no evidence there was no trace of the boy there was no just it was like he'd been abducted by aliens right which is not what i think happened no. but it was that level of disappearance which it's to me that just smacks of a cover-up because someone someone would have seen something or the police would have done a better job of investigating. It was like they just, they, they started off with a brick wall. Yeah. And then, yeah, so... And then just um, kept breaking it up and then pointed that put a little plasterboard yeah. on it. <laughs> Absolutely, but because Christine Collins, his mum, didn't give up. Yeah. Um, it was, and that's something that comes across very much in, uh, um, in the movie. Um, but she even went to the Walter's dentist, and the, even the dentist said that dental records don't match. Right, okay. But even proof of the boy's false identity didn't do anything to sway the LAPD, and they dismissed the dental records as inaccurate and 
just continue to assert that the mother was um, it's, it's misremembering. Like a, it's like a more elaborate version of your dad bringing home and uh, bringing home a different hamster. It, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's, it, it's like um, dad, dad, dad ran over the dog, so he went off to try and get an identical one, and the kids know what's going on. Yeah, because the dog is nearly identical, but the kids. Who love the dog very much? No, it's not the same one. And dad's telling them they're nuts. Yeah, that's the same dog. Um, right, so what? Um, so did she keep the child? Uh, well, that, let's. We'll, oh, right, we'll come okay. To that. Sorry, sorry, I'm, um, I'm getting ahead of myself. But it was it was only through the work of Captain J J Jones, who was head of the LAPD's juvenile division, um, that the truth finally emerged. Jones had independently launched an investigation confirming what Christine knew all along that the boy was an imposter. The LAPD was forced to acknowledge their errors, and that also voided hundreds of missing child cases due to relying on shoddy detective work. So Christie's torment was no gone. So did the boy was the boy going along with it? Yeah. 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 No, he played along. Okay. Even though he couldn't remember, I mean, he when she asked him questions about his childhood, yeah, he would make stuff up that was completely wrong. Right. And and he was he was essentially trying to play along because it's it's almost like someone told the kid look this is your mum and if you don't go with her then nobody else is going to want you and you have to just pretend to be her son or they they just said to him he his missing mum they just said to him that this is this is your mother and your real name's actually Walter and yeah. this is the way it is um. So, I mean, the, the poor mother, she's, she's, first of all, the son's disappeared, then she's had to run around with the police, um, and then the police turn up with this mystery kid telling her he's, he's her son, and that she's a crazy person for not believing them. Um, but why did the police stridently believe that he was her son? Why, what was, what was shutting down? I mean, they, he was up in arms about it and mm -hmm. um, and it got to a point where they, they were practically going to declare her criminally insane for denying that this was her son when it wasn't her son and even the dentist was saying it wasn't her son um, and the crazy thing about this is it's still unsolved there's no nobody knows what happened to the real Walter Collins right so um, so but the, but this detective guy said yeah it's not your son so yeah, but did she just? I think keep she him? ended up looking after him in the end, if I'm not mistaken. I might, I, I didn't actually think to note that down in my notes, um, but I think she did. Yeah, that's that's nice. Um, and it? It, it's, I mean, to this day, people still wondering about it. I mean, it's in the light of modern times and um, human trafficking and all of that yeah. really dark stuff. Yeah. I mean, guaranteed that stuff was act was happening in the 20s and 30s. I wouldn't be surprised. So maybe this is just a version of that. And um, maybe, I don't know, maybe, maybe it was some sort of paedophile ring at the top and echelons of LA society or something like that. I, it, it's, so, so, it's a truly, truly yeah. bizarre case. So, so basically, what we're saying is, the boys come to a sticky end, probably, right, on the way to the yeah. pictures, one way or the other, okay. Mm -hmm. And um, 
They obviously thought he was maybe a waif and stray. He turned out not to be. His mum takes up the case. She won't let it go. So the police basically find a replacement and foist him on her. Yeah. And that, that, that's just bizarre, isn't it? <laughs> it, it it's, it's completely bizarre. It yeah. really is. It just it boggles. I mean... And and the thing is that it's when when you sort of research it, you just get to this line where he's still missing. Yeah. And they get to a point where everyone just gives up, and it's it is truly truly bizarre. Yeah, that's the that's, next that's one. Quite horrible. The Sodder Children right, is okay. equally bizarre. Yeah. Because this is this is even this is like this is like Walter Collins times five plus fire. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's just... Now it starts off in the sleepy town of Fayetteville in West Virginia um, and turned into a nightmare on Christmas Eve 1945 when George and Jenny Sodder's home went up in flames. George, Jenny and four of their ten children escaped but a shocking tragedy was discovered. Five of the Sodder kids were gone. Morris, 14, Martha, 12, Louie, 9, Jenny, 8 and Betty, 5 had vanished into the raging fire that consumed the home. Mm-hmm. In the chaotic aftermath, troubling clues began to emerge that cast doubt on the assumption that the children had perished in the blaze. Well, hold no remains were ever found. Hold oh. on. We're missing a child. You said there was ten. Uh, hang on. George and Jenny, four of their, four of their ten children. So... That's a good point. Uh, what happened to one? Hang on a minute. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I, 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 I'm not trying to put a spanner in the no, works. No, no, but, no, 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 hang on. Yeah. <laughs> I believe I didn't spot that. Anyway, so th- the house went on fire. No, they lived in the home with nine of their ten children. The oldest oh, son, Joe, was overseas fighting in World War Two. Right. Well, there we go. That's that's, that's, that's that's great. So obviously it's a big spread. Um, yeah. And is it all the younger ones that have perished in the fire, or? Um, I'm sorry for asking these questions. I've just got an inquiry. No, no, no. It's, it's a good <laughs> question. I just, I just wish I'd thought of that when. Yeah. I had um, when I was doing the right. research. Don't worry about it. Carry on. That. Carry on. Um, right. Anyway, so the thing is that no remains were ever found, despite the house being reduced to ash. And bear in mind that most American houses predominantly are built with wood mm-hmm. in a lot of cases. I mean, not exclusively, but yeah. they use a lot more wood than we do here in the UK. They do. Um, and things like bone and teeth and stuff wouldn't they, they wouldn't be consumed in a house fire like that no, the, no, they it just doesn't burn hot enough um, and and the houses probably don't collapse into their own yeah there, there would be some remains of free fall yeah and the other weird thing is that george started discovered that the telephone line had been cut and the family's ladder was missing from its usual spot most disturbingly, the Sodders recall seeing um, a strange vehicle parked along the highway and seeing unidentified figures at the property earlier that night. So, had someone targeted the family and taken their children? Mm. 
Rumors swirled, swirled through Fayetteville that the Soder kids may have been victims of so the local mafia. George Soder was an Italian immigrant who openly criticized Mussolini and his fascist regime in Italy. Okay. Some speculated this could have made him a target of the mafia active in the area. Well, Others whispered okay. that the children might know sensitive information about underground crime networks or illicit bootlegging operations. Okay. But without evidence, the true motives remain clouded in mystery. The case turned stranger when a woman claimed she saw the missing children in a vehicle shortly after the fire along Route 16. A photo later emerged of what looked like Martha Sodder, bliss bolstering the Sodder's belief that their children were still alive. Uh-huh. Um, four years afterwards, sightings were reported in nearby states, but repeated searches <laughs> by local police and J. Edgar Hoover's FBI failed to yield any breakthroughs. It, you, um, can see, you can see the, um, the resemblance. They are definitely of the same family. <laughs> Um, yeah. Are you no, sure they're not from Liverpool with those eyebrows? Italians. I'm pretty sure that girl on the left's from Liverpool. Sorry if you're from Liverpool. No, I mean, uh, Italians, I don't know if there's lots of Italians in Liverpool, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's the, the family origin. <laughs> yeah. But it, it also it also speaks to the state of the police and I yeah. mean, you've got the FBI involved and I mean if there are mafia connections, don't forget is there still prohibition in America in the forties? Don't think 45, so. I don't think so, no. No. But they were still because they'd created that the bootleggers and the moonshiners and that whole kind of subculture which actually has existed long long before um Prohibition, mm-hmm. because moonshining is a is is a proper tradition in certain yeah. parts of America. Yeah, I think it still goes on. Um, but it, it's it's just bizarre. But it it what the the first thing that I thought when I was researching it was how the hell do you get five kids out of a house before? Okay, let's assume it's arson. How the hell do you get five kids out of the house before you burn the house down without anybody knowing about it? Well, I'm not saying it's aliens. <laughs> well, there's no reports. I mean, there's absolutely nothing yeah, okay. that I could find in this case that points to um, any kind of UFO-related stuff. It, it's it's bizarre. It, it really is. I mean, just on the basis, okay, so there was a ladder missing. What did you, would they, they carry five No, like, wait, 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 hold on a minute. One of these kids, one of those kids was 14. The other one, another one was 12. Yeah. Uh, these are 14, kids. 12, 9, 8, and 5. I mean, yeah, every so, single one of those kids could have put up a fire. Yeah. And, and I mean, even, even the five-year-old could have been screaming. Yeah, exactly. And been very noisy while doing it. So, if they, did go out, if they did go out down that ladder, right, they went with someone they knew. And they that's, went willingly. Absolutely. That's the only that's um, the only way you're gonna get five kids out of there. Unless you've got a whole team of men and you've chloroformed them and, and you're just going into flights of fancy now, really. But if to get well, five it, kids out down a ladder at night without waking up the parents, right? They've got to be cooperative. I, I think. Um, I, I, because 
they would have to be because if you have a um, a, a kid that's um, half half asleep, I mean, if 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 you drug them, say chloroform them, yeah, or you somehow you somehow manage to um, sedate yeah. five kids, you'd have to. I mean, we're not talking about small kids; they're not no. babies that you can just kind of pass around. I mean, I mean uh, it's like it, it's, an adult almost. Yeah, it's absolutely bizarre. Yeah, yeah, they, um, they had to go willingly. If they if they're not yeah. in that building and they, and they and there's no trace of any remains, right? So that's a big red flag. So they weren't in the house when it burnt down. So they had no. to leave willingly. So they had they must have left with someone they knew and trusted. In my mm-hmm. view, in my view. Yeah, no, I I I don't see any other logical explanation it, mm. it's you can you can sort of try out different thought experiments in terms of how it could be done or how one might do it and it always comes back oh. to the same thing that those kids had to be walking and they had to be and therefore right. they had to be cooperative and if they're yeah. cooperative then they're either being coerced somehow get out of the house or i'm going to shoot your mum in the head yeah or they have to. Be, it has to be someone that they know and trust. Who so says, "Come on, kids, we need to yeah. get out of the house because there's a fire." Or uh, Just, "Come on, kids." I mean, it could have been done as part of the evacuation. So Spencer, Spencer in the chat says that they set the fire. Right now, that then begs a question: Was there any any allegation that these kids were maybe being abused? No. Nope. This is dope. It's, I mean, for years afterwards, sightings were reported in the nearby states, um, and a photo later, photo later emerged of what looked like Martha Sodder bolstering the Sodder's belief that the children were still alive. Um, but repeated searches by local police and the FBI failed to yield any breakthroughs. Yeah. And remember, this is also the time that J. Edgar Hoover was in, in the ascendancy. Mm-hmm. So the FBI not making any breakthroughs is really not saying very much at all. Um, yeah. Because back then, I think that they were still... Was it the 19... I know in the 1920s and 30s, the FBI was even denying that there was such a thing as the Mafia. Because they denied yeah. it for years, it, it was bizarre, and it's like there's all this mafia stuff going on, and everybody knows this mafia stuff going on. But if you ask an FBI agent, there is no such thing as the mafia. Yeah, bizarre. I, I, I mean, even even if the kids had made their own escape, right, and set the house on fire on the way out, they wouldn't they wouldn't go undiscovered because no. they're kids. You know, they yeah. couldn't have stayed together because it'd be too easily identified. And and where are you going to put a five-year-old and a seven-year-old? You know, that yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's just that 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 particular theory, I think, doesn't wash. No, I mean there are some people said that they were sold overseas or swept up into human trafficking rings. Others proposed religious zealots had taken them because the Sodders were Catholic. The most common rumour held that organised crime elements remain the key. Perhaps the mafia had wanted to send a message not to meddle in their affairs. Hold on, hold on. 
Let's, we can take those one at a time if you like. Religious zealots are taking them because they were Catholic. <laughs> John, this, we're, we're talking about the mid 1940s where, where <laughs> such things were, were far more important than they are today. Yeah, yeah but they were but, Italian, of course they were Catholic. <laughs> yeah, but John, this is, we're only talking like 15 years after the police tried to convince a, a mother that her son, <laughs> yeah, that this I child can't. was her son when he wasn't. So, well, I mean. Well, you know, let's be fair, Ed. People are still trying to convince us even today that some things are true when they're obviously not, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep, it's just that the, the propaganda hasn't changed. It's just the means that they deliver it. Mm-hmm. Back then, it could be the police saying, look, this is your son, and you're a crazy <laughs> person if you think it isn't. And now you have 5,000 fact-checkers that jump on you. Um, and tell you it's what you've said is disinformation, even though you've got five peer-reviewed papers to prove it, and they don't have any. But because the CDC and the NHRO yeah. or whoever says yeah. that that's the yeah. case, that's the case, and you're what we say disinformation goes. spreading Russian troll. What we say goes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <sighs> I mean, so, the thing about the mafia. Yeah. If it was the, if we if we look at let's let's get rid of the Catholics. Okay. a bad explanation. Yeah. The human trafficking ring, that is a possibility, but unless it was some trusted someone that, that happened, I don't know, you set the fire, you wake the kids up, you happen to be on the scene and you get them out through a window or something and spirit them off really quickly and um, sell them into a human trafficking ring. There's, there's all sorts of issues with that. I mean, but then there's issues with, because people were saying it was the mafia and that there was some sort of issue with, with the father. But if the mafia wanted to send a message, you'd just burn the house down. And yeah. I mean, mafia, it, it's, and even even in the mafia, there's still, there's a code. still a code of contact, yeah. conduct. I mean, yeah. there's still, they might be gangsters, but they do still have some rules. And they might be gangsters, whole... but they've got feelings. <laughs> well, I mean, Italian, no, I know the Italians' mean... family is really no, important. So. Yeah, no, I know, I know, I know. I mean, even even the worst even the worst criminals in this world have a code. It's like even if you look in prisons and stuff, yeah, they still yeah. they, they they still have a code yeah. of of how they how no, they I do agree. things. I agree, absolutely, I agree. But it, this is another one. It's it's an unsolved mystery, and uh, it's well, you know, it's what the, happened to them. That's the king of the title, um, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I mean, if the kids were still alive, they'd be they'd be really elderly. Yeah. Um, and it, it just it just somehow points to the fact that that those five poor kids lost their lives somehow, um, and the fact well, yeah, that they were never just... able to be buried properly and stuff like that is is heartbreaking. Um, it's, it's just weird though because the wood, you know, bones take a long, long time to to. I mean. I mean, when you cremate someone, the bones don't burn and turn to powder. They have to run them through a, a crusher thing, you know, to get the bones yeah. all ground up. So, bones take a long, long time to get rid of. I mean, maybe the kids... Maybe maybe this is a case of, of uh, ritual human sacrifice or something. Maybe there was some... I, I don't know, because when you, when you exhaust all the logical yeah. explanations... You then have to start looking into the more esoteric explanations, yeah, and we, we, we both know that there are some. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's 
It's just it bizarre. bizarre. Yeah, it's really? bizarre. It, it, um, it is. It, it, there's no easy answer to this one, in my view. It's just no. It is. It is quite bizarre. That's why it's one of the reasons that I picked the ones that I picked mm-hmm. because of all of the different mysteries that are out there. These five are amongst the most enduring, but also amongst the most confusing and insoluble. Yeah, yeah. Just give me one sec. I've just got to plug my, my laptop in. I thought I'd okay. Well, people, are you enjoying this episode, or do you prefer uh, it when we have de- questions? Oh. Make sure they post them in the chat. Yeah, I will do. But um, I was asking the people if they were enjoying this episode, if they prefer the the ones where we go deeper into something that we probably have an opinion on, rather than just the unsolved mysteries of the world. Just let us know. Let us know. Yeah, no, do because if people enjoy it, we'll do more. Mm-hmm. If they don't, we'll we won't. Simple. Simple. We're, we're also kind of here for the audience. Trudy so, our next mystery this evening. Okay, next. Are we ready for the next one? Do we have any comments or uh, not questions? Not joining anything? it. No questions. Cool. Yeah, let's go. Hello. Next one is the black-eyed children. Oh, black-eyed kids. Which oh, is, this is creepy. I think this, is a, this is a scene from a, a Hollywood movie. That's the Midwitch Cuckoos. Yeah, that's a scene um, from the Midwitch Cuckoos, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about black-eyed kids. Yeah. Um, and there's, I've got, I've got a way more creepy one. Oh, that's, that just so, doesn't look right. Stories of strange creatures and entities have long captivated the curious and superstitious alike. But few, few tales have spread as rapidly in recent decades as that of the black-eyed children. While accounts span the globe, one of the first known, well-known incidents occurred in 1996 in Texas. Journalist Brian Bethel described being approached by two children with pale skin and jet black eyes who forcefully asked him to be asked to be let into his vehicle. He fled the scene in a panic, sus- suspecting something was terribly wrong. Sounds like a really smart... Could, could, we nip, could we go back to the last slide, Ed, rather than leave that one up? Yeah. We're creeping yeah. people out. <laughs> Well, that's creepy enough, but it's it's less. It's obviously that's obviously fake. Whereas the other ones, just like I can I can put I can put it back to the title slide if people are. No, I, I mean I don't, I don't mind. I don't mind. Um, right. So so, carry on. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. Um, since then, scattered reports have emerged detailing eerie encounters with these light averse children. Their skin is said to be odd, often described as waxy or lifeless in texture. Their clothing and speech seems archaic, like something out of another time, but it's their fully black eyes, void of any white or colour, that provide the most disturbing signature. These unnatural entities often appear harmless at first, asking for favours like rides, food, or access to someone's home, mm-hmm. but those who engage them sense very quickly that their intentions are sinister. An overwhelming feeling of dread soon follows. Some have, hypothes- some have hypothesized the black-eyed children are a form of alien life deposited here to quietly carry out experiments on humans. Others believe they are vampiric beings who drain life essence from their victims, enhanced by their ability to compel obedience when invited into a home. Mm-hmm. A few even think that they are demons manifesting in the guise of children to deceive and corrupt human souls. 
So I don't say more. So I I know a little bit about the Black Eyed Kids because I've read about them before. So I'd never realised that anyone had actually invited them in, though, because normally people don't invite them in because they always ask to come into the house, but they never come in unless they're actually invited in. Is that correct? Um, yes. But I will also say that there's always one. Oh, God. <laughs> there's always one. There always is. Is that, yeah. It's that one person that Hollywood will make the film about mm-hmm. who doesn't doesn't do what everyone in the, the entire cinema is screaming at them to do. Don't invite yeah. them in! Absolutely. It, it's, um, I mean, it's, it's another one that's that, that's completely fascinating. I mean, yeah. the more earthly explanations... Um, are that the black-eyed children are the ghosts of lost youth who perished traumatic or unsettled deaths, um, and their spirits now aimlessly roam the living world, endlessly seeking refuge and unable to find rest. More rational theories speculate these encounters are nothing but elaborate hoaxes and viral internet falsities bred bred of the digital age, because they are... I mean, they, they started at the birth of the internet, um, 1996 is okay. uh, it's the year before I started working on the internet no, the year after I started working on the internet rather and this is also the age of the X-Files yeah. which was absolutely huge at the time Yeah. Um, so it, it's, it's of an age where one does have to factor in internet hoaxes I mean our previous two mysteries are a bit older yeah. Um, or a lot older. Yeah. Um, so we do we do have to think that this could well be an internet hoax. It could be something someone's seen in a film, or but then at the same time, it's also if the kids would have to be in on the hoax to start with. Um, and I mean, kids getting kids to do stuff can be tricky at the best of times, especially young ones. And they're not supposed to get quite obstreperous if you don't invite them in and things like that. Yeah, no, they do. They get very sinister. That, yeah. That's the thing is that if you if you don't if you don't do what they say and and let them do what they want, then they start giving off very evil sorts of vibes. Have you ever considered um, they might just be tinkles? Uh, it's possible. Sorry, I shouldn't have said that. No, it's no, it's. I mean, anything's possible. <laughs> but it, it's the thing is that there've been a lot of these reports. Yeah, there have. We're not just yeah. talking about one or two, um, and they're very, very consistent in terms of how they describe the kids, like the skin and the eyes and and the, the demeanour and the behaviour. So if it's a hoax, yeah, it's a big one. Yeah, and it's a very consistent one. It's the kind of thing that would have to be done by the same people. Yeah. Um, but if it's then done by the same people, you would think somehow they would. I don't know. They why would they be doing it if it wasn't for some sort of fame or some sort of internet it's not, kudos? It's, not or, it's, it's, it's too widespread for it to be the same people. Surely. I mean, it's all over um, the place now. And and hasn't there nearly always two of them? Yeah. There's always more, well, usually almost always two um, that I've heard of. Very rarely one, um, and very rarely more than two. So it's, it's, yeah. it's generally always two. Always two. 
Now, there are rumours that there is a classified government file about the Black Eyed Children that is said to exist, like a proper X-File type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently it revealed, revealed startling connections between their appearances and the areas of increased UFO activity or paranormal disturbances. God. The file also contained a blurry photo showing a pale figure with jet black eyes lurking in an abandoned warehouse, which I went trying to find and I couldn't find it. Yeah, okay. Um, it's unclear. If someone can find it or if someone's seen it before, then do feel free to link it in chat. Um, it's unclear whether this is genuine evidence or just an elaborate fabrication, but it does suggest that officials may know more about these entities than the public is privy to. Mm-hmm. The mystery surrounding the black-eyed children phenomenon endures. Their presence seems to invoke primal human fears of the unknown and malevolent forces we can't hope to comprehend. Um, I'm, I'm going to keep vigilant for this one because this, this one really attracted my attention. It's, yeah. um, it, it's, it, it's a difficult one because there isn't a huge amount. I mean, there's, there's very few pictures other than the ones that I showed that come out of Hollywood and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it's it's fascinating, and it's if it was one or two instances of this happening, then I would be kind of inclined to brush it off as a hoax or something like that. But there's too many spread across too wide an area. Yeah. Um, and it's just one of those ones that just begs for more research, but you, you can't, it, it's not like there's loads of trails to follow or clues to find or anything like that. These these kids just somehow appear for certain people mm-hmm. and, yeah. and do what they do, and then and then they go off to wherever they go off to. Usually at night? Uh, it's, yeah, the, the only stories that I've heard of them showing up are, are yeah. of them at night. Quite often and in one bad thing, weather? Mm-hmm. Quite often in bad weather? The weather doesn't seem to make a difference. Okay, right. Um, It's, I mean, there's some reports of it being slightly moonlit nights, and then there's other other reports of them banging on the door in a storm. Mm. Um, But for everyone listening, the one thing you should never do is let them in. So if you ever get stopped on the road, or you get banged on the door, and it's the black-eyed kids... Just dive on. <laughs> um, then it's yeah. Some some doors are just best left shut. Just keep yeah, it shut. Yeah, go back so. to bed. Um, and if you if you're in England, grab yourself a cricket bat or something. And if you're in America, just hug that AR fifteen really tight. <laughs> so the next one is a little bit more lighthearted. Um, and that one is don't do that. This one, Skinwalker Ranch. Oh, Skinwalker Ranch. There's um, a lot. And I mean, the, Skinwalker Ranch has been done to death by many, many people. Oh, yeah. But it's, um, oh, absolutely. It's always worth revisiting because it is quite, it's quite the creepy place. Mm, yeah, and I mean, because we're, we're trying to keep the, the episodes to roughly an hour, we're probably going to run over it a little bit. But yeah, um, Skinwalker Ranch, as you say, it's been done to death. I mean, I mean, the place is like... Uh, I was going to say it's it's like paranormal enthusiast mecca, but then you could describe Area Fifty One as that. It's one of those places that has just attracted vast amounts of research, and I'm not I'm not even going to attempt to do it justice. This this episode is more about 
um, giving people an idea of some of these mysteries, covering them a little bit. Maybe you've heard of it, maybe you haven't. Maybe it'll spark off some interest and people will want to do their own research. And this is one, if you want to research Skinwalker Ranch, um, the the biggest issue you'll have is trying to determine fact yeah. and fiction. Bring a big ball of string. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Huge. Because you'll be Massive. going down loads of different rabbit holes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I, I sometimes wonder if, if rabbit holes don't converge in places like Area 51 and Skinwalker Ranch, yeah. where you have lots of multiple different threads of different things that, when when you look at them on the surface, they seem separate. And then when you start really delving into them, you realize that this, this stuff is all connected together. Um, now, Skinwalker Ranch itself is a 512-acre property in northeastern Utah in the United States, and it has been dubbed the most haunted and inexplicable location on Earth. Unsettled events have terrorized residents for generations, giving rise to scores of theories and speculation. Any investigative journalist pursuing the truth behind the ranch's mysteries is going to learn about really dark stuff, disturbing rumours and things that will just never see the light of day. Now, locals say that Native American tribes long ago avoided this area due to a powerful evil presence permeating the land. Mm -hmm. Tales of shape-shifting creatures and bodies mutilated by unknown forces made this ground feared and cursed. It wasn't until the Sherman family purchased Skinwalker Ranch in 1994 that its disturbing realities became known worldwide. Now, also bear in mind the time. This is beginnings of internet age. Mm -hmm. um, and, and in 1994, the internet wasn't really a thing in Europe at all. Um, but it was starting to permeate the United States a bit more. Um, but people reported UFO sightings, cattle vanishings, interdimensional yeah. portals, um, thought implants, poltergeist activity plagued the family, forcing them to eventually abandon the property out of desperation. Yeah. So, it's, I mean, it's, I, I, if there isn't a Hollywood film about this, then, I've, yeah, I'd be surprised. Oh, there is, there is. There's been quite a few movies about this, and a few documentaries um, as well. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, now, there was the TV series with the physicist mm -hmm. guy. That, have you seen yeah. that? That's quite good. No, it's a couple I've, of seasons of it. It's quite good. They, they, they. I'll have a look at that. Every time they started digging in the land, something would happen. That, that's the sort of vibe that I got. Yeah. Doing my research, I didn't. I mean, there was a couple of videos that I watched on YouTube, but I didn't have a huge amount of time to delve massively deeply into it. I mean, this one we could have actually probably done a whole podcast on it but yeah, there's nothing to stop us from coming back to it I think we'll probably revisit Skinwalker Ranch at some point yeah definitely mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, it's got plenty of now, creep about billionaire it. Robert Bigelow bought the land in 1996 mm -hmm. yeah. and Robert Bigelow is someone that we came across during our UFO episode mm -hmm. um, because he's very much been involved in the whole UFO side of things and he's an aerospace billionaire so he's also very much connected to the secret side of things. Let's yeah. put it that way. Yeah. Um, so it was a stranger event. It was no, his. Like, it was his idea to have inflatable, um, inflatable sections for 
the the space station. Mm -hmm. You know, he's a very very smart guy, um, and and also a very rich one because he was one of the ones that I think a lot of the stuff that's come out about Skinwalker Ranch in the intervening decades was actually down to a lot of money that he spent mm -hmm. um, because he created, he had the National Institute for Discovery Science Researchers um, who documented all sorts of things, hovering orbs, bizarre mutilations of animals, sightings of terrifying creatures, um, and the, the, the ranch seemed to be a portal to realms beyond human comprehension. Um, but there's also much darker and unpublicized truths about Skinwalker Ranch. Um, according to the classified sources, the, mutation, mutila the nah, sorry, mutations and mutilations of animals on the ranch were not natural occurrences. Shocking experiments were said to have been conducted on living specimens by cold and calculated hands. Unmarked helicopters were spotted engaging in bizarre aerial maneuvers, suggesting covert military interests, and certain areas of the ranch allegedly had the ability to warp the very laws of physics and reality through means not of this earth. Mm. More disturbingly, some of the accounts by prior residents indicate much deeper layers of fear. They describe menacing figures lurking in shadows, disembodied whispers from unseen entities, and feeling possessed by some intelligent force of unspeakable malice. At night, piercing screams and sounds of savage slaughter were said to echo out from the sinister abyss, abyss in the earth that had appeared to breathe as a living entity. Whatever the source, one fact is clear. Skinwalker Ranch is ground zero for high strangeness yeah. and really, really massive weirdness. Um, and people have hinted that shadowy organization operates on the premises, dabbling in forces that we're never meant to understand or mess around with did you um, um did you get the giant wolf encounter uh, i i touched on it briefly but i didn't go into i, I didn't really have time to go into too detail too much detail about yeah um individual the, incidents because there are many of them so the encounter I mean, to does, start with the encounter does giant wolf at one of the fences and the guy emptied his gun into it and it turned around and walked away. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, all of there's there's so much weirdness. I mean, every... It, it's a very strange place because usually you'll get a UFO encounter or you'll get a ghost story or you'll get some sort of paranormal something going on. But this place, it all—it's like a, a smorgasbord of yeah. all of this stuff. Well, that, I mean, smorgasbord is yeah. a great word for it. That, that guy, that um, that physicist guy that was investigating it after Bigelow sold it to another millionaire, um, who continued kind of investigating it. So he engaged this team of physicists, and they were sending up drones into this zone above the ranch. Where things just went wrong, and then they went they went up in a helicopter above it and dropped you know GPS trackers through this area, and suddenly the GPS track would just take off and it would appear, you know, a mile away from where it should have been. 
I mean, it's truly bizarre. bizarre. And, it, and it really is. It's I mean, these guys are documenting all this on TV, you know, or on video, and and saying this is real, you know. And the guy's a physicist. He's not a he's not a paranormal. I'm surprised paramor- I didn't see that video about the drones. You should, if you could um, send that to me, I'd, yeah, I'd be interested to watch that because I missed that one. Yeah. Um, because GPS trackers, yeah, okay, you can fool them. But you have to have some pretty high tech gear to be able to do it. Yeah, yeah, but um, they're dropping. They were dropping like um, you know they were throwing them out the helicopter one after the other. So they were maybe th- putting twenty out on parachutes, you know. So as they would right. gradually go down through this zone, and when they went through the zone, they would just the track would just go out completely awry. It's as if there was a zone above the ranch that didn't didn't allow electromagnetic um, information to go in and out of it. Yeah, weird. I mean, yeah, I I have a lot of respect for the Native Americans, and and they're a a much more ancient, wise, and noble culture than they're given credit for. Um, And I've read some amazing books and stories by Native Americans that have just completely blown my mind. And if they say that there's something dark going on there and it's probably a good idea to stay away from there. I'm definitely not going there on yeah. holiday. Yeah. I think but again, some, it's one of those, it, it's an ongoing mystery. I think there's something buried underneath it. Something buried underneath it. I mean, I'd, I'd be, I'd be completely willing to accept that there are certain parts of the earth where the, the, the differences between different realities or the multiverse or whatever think, you choose to think of it that, yeah, that there's, there's it places be. where it's not all completely stable yeah but I think there's something underneath Skinwalker Ranch that shouldn't be there yeah or, or things that happened there that shouldn't have done well but maybe, maybe, maybe but I, I think there's something physical well, there. What, 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 what sort of thing I mean do you, do well, you what, what, I've got two theories a physical thing okay what are your theories my, my two theories are one it's either some kind of remnant of a previous lost civilization right that's um, high tech and it's still operating to a certain degree and that's why you're getting all these weird effects right mm-hmm. yeah or there's an alien spaceship under there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's the yeah, thing. Yeah, I mean, well, those, they're, they're, two, they're two proper rabbit hole theories. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, can't, I can't claim to know enough about it yeah, to, I to think, be I able think, to, think, to say. I mean, I think we need, to, pre- we need to do a deep dive on Skinwalker Ranch. I think. Yeah, I yeah. think, I think I'll put, I'm going to move, because uh, we've, we've now got a formal list, so I'm going to move Skinwalker Ranch from the done section yeah. to the still to do section, because yeah. that one's definitely a whole rabbit hole to itself. Um, but let's finish off with the last one, which is a bit more earthly. Yeah, over to Branch. That much more. And a little bit closer to home, to home for you, John. Yeah, yeah. Because this I'd, is the I'd, Overton Bridge. Yeah, I'd heard about this before, and that's why I suggested it might be worth looking at. It's it's an absolutely fascinating one. The, the only thing that I would say about this place is that if you happen to be in Scotland and you happen to be near Dumbarton um, and you happen to go to the Overton Bridge... Don't take don't, your dog. Don't take your dog. Just, just <laughs> don't take your dog. I wouldn't take your cat. 
I would suggest seagulls stay the hell away from it as well. Um, <laughs> because Overton Bridge, while it might look like a quaint little stone passageway, um, built over a century ago, yeah, um, it's it seems plagued by dark forces, which is an understatement, yeah. especially if you're a dog. Yeah, I think that um, I think I think the parapet there, you know, the, the obviously there's a walkway uh, in between the two sides of the bridge. I think that parapet's only about three foot high. It's not terribly high. Okay. Right. It's, yeah, it's difficult. I mean, there's there's loads and loads of pictures of it, and yeah. I didn't necessarily want to overload people. Um, but it'd be an interesting. I'd, I'd love to go there. I'm just not taking any pets. Yeah, definitely. Um, because since the 1960s, scores of dogs have leapt to their death from the bridge, driven by an unknown compulsion. More disturbingly, some human deaths have also occurred at Overton under similarly unsettling circumstances. I would just like to say that now I'm reading that back to myself, it's actually more disturbing that dogs died than humans died, but yeah, well, there yeah, you go. The dogs keep jumping off it, don't they? It's it's completely bizarre. It, yeah. it really is. Um, I mean, there's the ancient texts that reveal Overton's cursed oh. history. That's a that's a painting, is it, or is that? It's it's that that to me looks a bit CGI'd. Yeah, but um, uh, yeah, unless it just happened to happen and someone had a had a camera out. No, but, I think that's a fake. But anyway, yeah, but that's kind of what um, happens all. Now, it was built using stones carried from a nearby lean-to house, and it's said that rest, rest, restless spirits hitched a ride in the masonry to their new home. Local tales going back generations tell of ghostly figures and odd lights haunting the moors around Overton. Now, in 1984, Kevin Moy threw his infant son to his death from the bridge before attempting suicide himself. Was he possessed by the bridge's darkness? Nobody's... There's no answer to that. Most canine deaths occurred on sunny, calm days when pets suddenly raced up to the bridge's side and leapt off without warning. Yeah. Several jumped from precisely the same spot. Their distressed owners reporting reported seeing nothing unusual prior to the shocking events. But something compelled those animals to jump over the bridge and or jump off the bridge. And and it is, I mean the stories that I've read are literally they were just like walking, walking, walking and suddenly the dog decides oh. to just take a run and jump off the bridge yeah. and and there's no there's literally no indication from the animal at all that there's anything wrong and one of the things that I love about dogs is that you always know if there's a problem dogs will always I mean dogs will know there's a problem before humans know yeah. there's a problem yeah. and and I mean a, a dog will will stop I mean this is why we have um, helper dogs for like blind people and yeah. stuff um, and not 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 just the, the seeing eye dogs, but the, the, the I mean you've got the, the ones that like, yeah. carry the remote control for yeah. you and stuff like yeah, that. Don't get your beer out of the fridge and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, I mean humans have always had dogs. One of one of the reasons that humans have always had dogs around us is because they're really good guard dogs. Mm -hmm. I mean that's yeah that's the thing. And so for a dog to to not give any kind of invitation in, uh, indication there's anything wrong, and then suddenly jump off a bridge what the fuck yeah it's just bizarre it really is bizarre it, it, it's it's completely I mean and there's uh, most yeah so some several dogs have jumped from precisely the same spot 
um, and their distressed owners report seeing nothing unusual. Um, now, rumours swirl that Overton Bridge may be a thin place. That's mm-hmm. that's a quote from probably a little old lady somewhere. Um, where the barrier between worlds wears thin, allowing restless entities to cross between dimensions. Others whisper the bridge is a vortex of energy that disorients animal senses, overriding survival instincts with suicidal urgency. But local legends suggest an even more sinister, sinister force drives the bridge's cursed legacy. Some describe sighting a tall, robed figure beneath Overton Bridge, exuding a deep sense of foreboding. Dogs seem especially attuned to its presence, resulting in their panicked flight to escape the bridge's unseen resident. This dark entity is said to crave fresh blood and souls, using its insidious influence to claim new victims. Nobody knows why, nobody knows much about it at all, but there's all sorts of stories and rumors and um, things passed down the ages. and it's very difficult to come away from even giving this thing a cursory look like I've done for this evening's episode. Mm-hmm. You get a real proper sense of something dark and evil going on. It's, I mean, there's too many, there's too many doggy victims. Um, and the pattern of behavior is it's just too coincident. There's too much consistency for it to be a coincidence. Simple as you can't. It's the same as as the the, the black-eyed children. There's there's just too many of these stories. Um, and I mean, okay, with the black-eyed kids, you could think that maybe there's internet people just in the birth of the internet where it was all still a massive free-for-all. Um, but people are not going to lie about their dog jumping over a bridge. I mean, it's when it comes to our pets, that's not necessarily something that I think that, that people are going to, um, it's, yeah, it's just weird. But then there's also psychics because obviously, um, we've had quite a lot of years now of the internet and Overton Bridge actually there's a lot more stuff it's a bit like Skinwalker Ranch yeah. in the sense that one probably could do a full rabbit hole about it if people were interested if for us to do a deep dive um, but it does get very mysterious um, yeah. I mean locals avoid the area especially after dusk um, and lots of people apparently you only just have to walk there um, at night or, or sort of early morning when the sun's coming up, whatever, and, and you get this real sense of kind of doom. Um, and dogs won't go near it um, now. I mean, it's the, the basically the, the, it's got this weird energy. Um, and yeah, it's another one that's just unsolved. You can't. Um, I wouldn't go anywhere near the place myself. Because um, you, you just there's there's not that much more to tell about it without delving really really deeply into some of the history and some of the different sightings. And I mean, the, this theory that it's just the something to do with the cottage that the masonry was built out of 
um it's a really bizarre one completely i don't i know being scottish i'm not sure if how much if you if you can embellish the the story anymore from stuff that you've heard not not particularly um i just heard about it i didn't well, I hadn't really um, looked into I haven't really looked into it in any great detail around. It's it me neither. I mean it's not one and, until you mentioned it a couple of weeks ago, it was wasn't one that I'd heard about. And, yeah. and it is one that I'd be I would be interested in doing more research into it because it's it seems really dark and it's really weird and nobody can explain what's going on. I mean people um I wouldn't be surprised if there's Given the age of health and safety, there's probably signs around the bridge saying "Don't take, don't take your pets over this bridge." Uh, um, I don't know. It's those are. I'm joking. I'm, I'm, yeah. But I, like I said, it wouldn't surprise me if there was. It's not. A, um, but as as I said, it's not a it's not a big parapet. You know the the. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it is quite low. Some people have suggested that maybe it's the smell of pine martens or mink in the woods, but really, you know, it's the barn for God's yeah, sake. I, the I mean, I, not I, exactly. I, the barn's not exactly the Highlands, you know. I mean, I had a brief. Mm. See that pick? See that pick? Um, see second row, third in from the left. That shows you the kind of height of the up, 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 up. Go left, uh, left, left. One. That one. That that kind of shows you the the height of the. Yeah, so I mean that's easy for the dog to jump oh, yeah. over. Dead easy. Yeah. That's a shot from underneath. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it, it again. It's a fascinating place. I mean, there's loads and loads of pictures. Yeah. Um, and just untold. The, the thing about this place is that it's not just. Um, it's not one story. It's the same with the black-eyed kids. Yeah. That it, it it's kind of um, we're 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 kind of at the end now. So um, that was the so apparently the presentation. It was a, apparently it was a short movie made in 2022, released in 2023, called The Bridge, written and directed by Scott McMillan. The short film stars Christopher Wallace and Susan Sims, and it was filmed at <laughs> the used Overton House and The Bridge. And okay. the alleged paranormal activities as a basis for the 2023 short film The Bridge. Need to have a look at that. See if you can find it. Yeah, no, I, I'm going to look, go looking for that. Um, but yeah, I, I'm going to put that that one on our list as well because I think yeah. that could be an interesting one for a deeper dive. Um, that is the thing. I don't know if people have any questions. I'm, I can't claim to be any kind of expert on any of this. Um, so I can do my best to answer questions. But if people have any comments, if people know other stuff that I haven't mentioned or have any personal experiences, if there's anything in the comments, I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, and if not, then we have a selection of my most recent memes for the people's enjoyment. Oh, Climate Girl, one of my favourites. <laughs> yeah, could um, I, I could? They're asking if I can take a trip over and film it. Yeah, I probably could. I might even take the dog. How <laughs> about um, <I> no? <laughs> um, God, how inappropriate! <laughs> do you do you want to get bombarded on Twitter by the hatred from dog lovers? <sighs> no, Please. of course not. 
I'd rather have the whole freaking... Now, it might be interesting to take the dog to keep it on the lead and find out if the dog is feeling any untowardness. It would be interesting to take a dog to the area, not necessarily to the bridge, but mm-hmm. just to walk, yeah. maybe walk slowly, progressively towards it. Yeah. And and be really mindful of the dog and just see what sort of reaction that you're getting and just make sure that you've got it on a very, very sturdy lead um, and that you don't go anywhere high up. But yeah. actually, maybe the thing to do would be to take it for a walk um on the, let me just pop pictures up again. Oh, take yeah, it underneath. Take it for, yeah, take it. Take uh, it underneath on, the. Uh, where are we? Is it kind of stream underneath it, isn't it? Is that a stream? Yeah, no, there was a picture there. Oh, there's a trail. You, you could take it. Yeah, yeah. And you could take it closer to the bridge without. Yeah. Uh, just kind of approaching the archway. Yeah, because it can't jump. Because it can't jump. You know, yeah, up, up I mean, to the bridge. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just to, just to see if the dog refuses yeah. to, to keep going. I mean, you yeah, know, what dogs, dogs are like when they want to be obstinate. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, you wouldn't, you wouldn't necessarily want to stress the poor little guy out no, either. No, we could take Greta there. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I don't uh, think yeah, there's nothing was, really dark about the house. There's nothing really dark about the house or anything though. You know, the one that's there now. And mm-hmm. I don't think there was anything really dark about the house that the the uh, the bridge was made from, you know? I think they're kind of clutching at straws about this new demon's hitching. The thing is that, yeah, but every single one of the five mysteries that we covered tonight has been clutching at straws, Mm. and and the best the best people can do. I mean, there's all sorts of fanciful theories and just yeah. I mean, there's there's the the more rational. Every single one of the the different mysteries has their more kind of scientific-based attempts at rational explanation, and then they have the far-out, wacky, crazy stuff, or seemingly crazy stuff. Um, And we all know that the world is a much more crazy and interesting place than we necessarily think it is. And it's... but I, I personally, I think these mysteries add, they add something to life. They add something to, they give you something interesting to think about on a very simple level. Yeah. Um, and they they kind of, yeah, they just, it adds a bit of spice. I mean, if everything is dull, boring work, then... Life would just be like poor Lewis Hamilton in this meme that I've got on the screen at the moment. I mean, it, it, it's just, I, I don't want to live in a world like that. I don't. I, I would rather have unsolved mysteries and unexplained things. And even if it's, some of it's scary, that's, that's part of the tapestry of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I and uh, and it's so, it was fun to do this rabbit hole. Yeah. But we need to think about the next one. Yes, that's what I was going to say. So, what what do you think the next one should be? Any 
Um, any thoughts, people, off the interwebs? I know what I'm, I'm, if, if, what, you if we can put, let's, well, if we're going to do a vote on it, then can we please put John Lennon on the list? John because Lennon? I, okay. Yeah, I, I recently listened to a fantastic um, podcast that Johnny Vedmore put out um, with a guy who's, I should be able to remember his name, but I've got a brain like a goldfish, so I can't. Okay. Um, but it's, I, I, and I was posting, I, I posted about it on Twitter when, uh, it came out, but if you check newspace.com, which is Johnny's um, blog site, uh, he has, you'll see the interview there. And, and I'd, I'd love to John, to John Lennon, but yeah. let people in the, the audience pick something as well and then we can put it up for a vote. Trudy, Trudy says the electric bray. Um, well, I, I lived in there for a long time, so the electric bray's just down the road towards Croy. Um, I've been up and down it on numerous occasions. So the electric bray's, it's an optical illusion. And what happens is the way the, the, way the road's been cut into the land and the way the, 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 the land slopes down towards the cliffs over the sea, it looks like the road is going downhill when it's actually going uphill. So people that are going, people that are driving on the road take their foot off and start braking and they suddenly find themselves stationary because they're braking on an uphill road that looks as if it's going downhill. It's really bizarre. Yeah, but that's, there are some... I mean, some of the optical illusions that I, I heard about one, and I haven't seen it myself, but apparently there's a, a, a particular time like when the atmosphere is a certain way, you can be approaching the pyramids at Giza mm -hmm. in a particular way where it looks like they're actually floating above the ground. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, you get that quite a lot with heat haze as well. Yeah, no, it, it, it's completely bizarre. Yeah. And, and it's, it's one of those things that, Tell you, what, tell you what freaked me out one night. <laughs> I was coming home from the night shift. Uh, no, I was coming home from the back shift, so I'm driving down the road about midnight. I'm driving down a back country road. I turn around a corner, and suddenly, and I, I, I'm on a motorbike, right, okay? Suddenly, I can't see the road, because the road is blanketed in fog, right? But the fog's only two foot high. But it's so thick, I can't see the road. Yeah, that's bizarre. It was, that's it really, was really, really freaky. I'm like, what the? And, and all I could do was follow the line of the fence. Yeah, well, that, that's, that's the most sensible thing to do. And I, I got around a corner and it just disappeared. It was really, really freaky, though. That is weird. You're just lucky that that didn't happen on the M25 at a really busy time. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, that 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 that's bizarre. People <laughs> people that drive on motorways in England are nuts. They really are. I don't understand why they keep piling the speed on when they're driving into fog when you can't see where you're going. And they um, do it. They do it all the time, and and that, it, it frightens me. I think and. You know, I'm not easily frightened when it comes to driving, but I think, what, what, what can these people see that I can't? I, I think that it's a. I think people like that are really stupid. Mm -hmm. um, b. I think that 
when you're driving. The thing with driving is that the only difference for me between driving and diving is one letter. And mm -hmm. in both activities, yeah, the one, the one thing that I'm <laughs> acutely aware of is that one, one mistake can end you. And yeah. what's worse about diving compared to driving, driving compared to diving is that in diving, you can take someone else with you, but it's much more difficult, assuming yeah. that the person that you're with isn't being an equal idiot to whatever you're doing to get yourself into that much trouble yeah. or it's a technical malfunction but your buddy is there to help you out with driving you can it, it, you're more likely to injure someone else and that's something i'm i'm acutely aware of every time i'm in my car on the road um i am thinking about other people not dying yeah um but yeah i mean it's we just have to we, we have to swing circle back to the next episode because we haven't decided on the other No, we version. haven't. So, uh, we tangent, what else? Which we can blame the wine for. What else we can? Um, well, I know what I would choose with the other option and we can let the listeners mm -hmm. decide because I quite fancy 7-7 seven, seven bombings in London as well because right. that's another... Okay. Right, okay. So I think John I'll Lennon do... and 7-7 seven, seven bombings. I'll put a poll up on the community post and you guys can answer it within the next couple of days. And then, so, because we need to get read an, an answer by Saturday, say. So what I'll do is I'll put a poll on the community post and that will give you time to answer it and then I'll let Ed know. Yeah, how does that sound, good. Cool, that's good. Just make sure people know yeah. where this community post is. Is it yeah. YouTube? Yeah, it's on YouTube. You need to be subscribed cool. to get so, to it, but that's, that's yep. it's just a click, people. Yeah, no, subscribe. You don't have to spend any money. It's yeah, just, uh, just a just click. It's all free. Have you guys have you guys hit 1,200 users yet? No. No. We're close. Hey, We're come close. On, guys. Everyone listening, look, even if you're not on YouTube yet that much, please just go to YouTube and click that subscribe button for Chasing Descent and let's try and get them to 1,200 because I, I know that would make their day. Thank you. Well, it would make Ben's day. It will make my well, day when we get to 12,000. Well, yeah, but I, Ben, I've seen Ben posting about it on Twitter, mm -hmm. and um, Ben Ben's had his own stresses recently, and he's had his yeah. hospital thing. So he seems to be getting Let's, let's get it to twelve hundred, and maybe that'll help with his recovery. Yeah, he, he does seem to be recovering um, eventually. It's taken him a while, but he knows why, and I keep lambasting him for it. But we'll get there. Good, we'll get there. <laughs> Sometimes well, you need to. I think um, I think we're kind of done here, are we? Um, yeah, no, well, the presentation's finished. Yeah, and, and, and we've had a nice little chit chat. And we've been going for about an hour and 20, so yeah, I think a good amount of time. That's been great. So, people, um, I will post on Twitter and you will get your community poll where you can vote for the next uh, The Techie Special in two weeks' time. Yeah? Yep, yep, two weeks. There we go. Should be good. Two weeks' time. So. With that, thank you for attending this Chasing Descent special with Ed the Techie and Down the Rabbit Hole. It's been great for you.
on it, but my body won't decay. Cause my messages are kinda so they put them on display. Oh yeah, I rap with a certainty. I have a sense of urgency. A message for eternity for everyone internally. I had some people burning me, but now they fucking learn to see. I ain't the one to fuck with. Now they looking nervously. And I don't really care what you think of me respectfully. You can kick rocks if you think you're fucking better. See, I will outwork you to turn you to an enemy. But you so bad that you're gonna need some therapy. Recipe. I've been cooking up hits, I'ma leave a legacy You'll be looking small when you're standing right next to me I'm 5'10", bitch, but I'm 10 feet I don't give a fuck what you say Yeah, I'ma do shit my way So you can go kick rocks, I'ma stack bricks up Build what I want to make Cause I don't give a fuck what you say Yeah, I'ma do shit my way So you can go kick rocks, I'ma stack bricks up Build what I want to make Yeah, I'ma do it my way Coming out with a statement You really changed, man All your music and arrangement You don't know shit Shut your mouth You can save it I'm the same dude That got us come up from the basement A hundred stars A hundred weeks Didn't change it Experiments development, Intelligence and patience I'll do it all again Cause I never feel complacent Let's keep the good vibes Positivity's contagious I'm never looking back Cause I made a life that's passionate My college graduate Suppressing all his talents Yeah He found a way to go And change Become an advocate For taking control of your life Go out and battle And you think you have a dream Get after it, get out your head and fucking capture it You got one life to master it Don't give up on your future We all start losers We're all late bloomers Cause I don't, I don't give a fuck what you say Yeah, I'ma do shit my way So you can go kick rocks I'ma stack bricks up Build what I want to make Cause I don't give a fuck what you say Yeah, I'ma do shit my way So you can go kick rocks I'ma stack bricks up Build what I want to make